Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Chingo Bling, a.k.a. the Versace Mariachi, the Rey de Foreplay, El Ghetto Vaquero, the Tamale Kingpin, the Masa Messiah, a.k.a. Baby Glock. We have DJ producer Big Rob, a.k.a. El Barboni Chingon, a.k.a. Mr. Tall Iced Americano, a.k.a. Mr. Twin Candle Company himself, a.k.a. Mr. Fort, what is it, Fort Bend County? Yeah. Fort Mr. Bend. Fort Bend County, not Mr. Worldwide. You Mr. Fort Bend County. Mr. Little Town South is what I am. No, I'm talking about Mr. Little Town South, a.k.a. Mr. Cow Tipping in the Middle of the Pasture. Old, old Town Road, the original Old Town Road. Oh, before Little Nas before X. Before Little Nas X. First of all, speaking of Little Nas X, um, bro, <laughs> have you seen the Jeffrey Dahmer series? I don't know. I, Little Nas X made me think about Jeffrey Dahmer because he, he liked to eat mainly African-American mm. males. Mm, I didn't he, know that. He was targeting African-American males like the Democrat Party. That's all. I did not know that. Bro. Have you seen... Okay. I got the notification yesterday on my phone. Netflix, a new series, Dahmer. Bro. Okay. You, you 10 years younger than me. And we're going to get into politics right now. We're going to get into all kind of housekeeping and tour dates and all that kind of stuff. But I miss having a non-political podcast. Uh, please support and join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Red Piltamales. So we can create Cafecito Time. Actually, Marisol and I, my wife and I, we're going to record the first episode. It might be a 30-minute because we got kids and all types of shit, right? My kids got all kind of activities. And they're like, Daddy, take me to ballet. But we're going to knock out that episode. And it will be on your feed. But first, uh, Andrew Schultz has a joke about his, his girl liking to watch number serial killer shit. Mm. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, go stream Andrew Schultz's special, uh, Infamous. Well, it applies. It's so relatable because my wife, she'll watch this whole crazy series about this, um, uh, she's not Mormon, this like Latter-day Saints lady who hooked up with this dude who was on like this cult-like shit and he would tell her like, hey, you have a somebody around you is a dark spirit and this person's a light spirit, dark spirit. Long story short, bro, you see this series of how they end up killing her her seven-year-old son, her 16-year-old daughter, her uh, husband at the time. Homeboy ends up killing his wife. They end up, in Idaho, they end up digging up these little bodies. The little boy still had on his red PJs on his property. Sick shit, right? So we're done watching that, and we're like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Now I'm thinking she's going to put on British Bake Off or something, right? <laughs> so she's palate. like, oh, look. Yeah, wash it down. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Schultz says, wash it down with some British Bake Off. She backdoors with the Dahmer series, bro, which, by the way, the LGBTQ community is upset because Netflix tagged the Dahmer thing under their LGBTQ category because it's a gay dude killing gay dudes, mm. right? And uh, they were like, this isn't the kind of representation we asked for. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. So, bro, what do you recall about Jeffrey Dahmer when you were just a kid and seeing it on the media? Dude, all I know is that he was like a mass, like a serial murderer is all I remember as a kid. You don't remember? No specifics. You don't remember him eating the people? No. Having bodies in the fridge and, and bones and, and, and skeletons? In his basement, right? No. He no? lived in a little apartment in the hood. Uh, no, then I don't remember that at all. Um... Did you know he was gay and he he, I would, didn't. he would seduce gay dudes? He'd, he'd invite them over and mm -mm. shit. And they'd be like, oh my God, what's that smell? Don't worry about it. Spoiled pork chops. No, I, just not, I know he was a killer. That's it. Bro. Bro. It's a series? Yeah. It's good? It, it's gross. Whoa. It's disgusting. I expect it. It's disgusting. But, but it's good because I don't know the name of the actress. She plays the uh, next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her in some stuff, right? I'm pretty sure I've seen her. She's a really good actress. The guy that plays Jeffrey Dahmer does a good job of being a weirdo sicko. Okay. And um, 
And this is why you got to know self-defense and jujitsu, because there's a scene where the one guy's trying to escape and he eventually does. I'm, I mean, no spoilers. But yeah, there's no spoiler because everybody, the story is real. everybody who remembers the story, right? Everybody who remembers the story, everybody except for Rob <laughs> knows that the way Jeffrey Dahmer got caught is one of the dudes escaped. Right. So on some of the fighting scenes, because he's like holding a knife and he's trying to seduce him and and he's being all weird and shit. Uh, one of the fight scenes, I'm like, bro, right there, choke him. Or I'm like, yo, you need to like clinch, take him down, you know, ground and pound. Not that kind of ground and pound, yo. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Evan Peters, kick ass. Who the fuck he's, is that? He's, he plays Dahmer. See, you know more about random shit like who the hell's Evan Peters and who the hell's Kick-Ass. That kid's been in so many. He's been in X-Men. He's been in all kinds. How you know all that, but you don't know Jeffrey Dahmer, big Don? He's my age. Man, people, how old are you again? 33? I'll be 33 next month. 33-year-olds, bro. Oh, yeah. The year of our Lord. PSL season. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte. That's right. Also, by the way, when Chingo offers to buy coffee, you get I, I get the cheapest thing. I almost said a PSL with this, that, and the other. Just you should to, have. Just to be extra. No, but I'm like, that's double the price. This is just as good. Oh, okay. Whatever you want, my <laughs> brother. Um, yeah, it was a debacle this morning at Starbucks. People wanna, people getting picky with the drink for their poodle. They're like, uh, can I have it in this kind of cup? I've never been in line when somebody orders for their cup, but I know that's a thing, right? They doing it for their dog, bro. You holding up the whole line because your fucking poodle got a little goatee. And you over here trying to give him some shit because it's PSL. Just because the weather changed today, finally. It did. I woke finally. up, it was like 63 outside. Yeah, I went outside, I was like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you want to just kind of chill by the pool, read your book or yeah. Bible, whatever. Whatever your book Yeah, is. I ain't got time for that shit, bro. I mean, I need to. Uh, wait. You know. so I, I wear my scripture on my wrist, but uh, yeah, this is a Proverbs. What right does here. it say? It says, godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34. Okay. Yeah. Pastor Chingo. Yeah. yeah. Pastor shout, out, shout out to Second Baptist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a lot to get into, but I do want, like, how much of this, I, I'm interested because I want to watch this Dahmer thing. Because I saw the notification, I saw the actor, I was like, okay, this kid's cool. Like, how many episodes did you watch? We only saw, like, the, the initial and the first one. And I will say this. I thought it was going to be every episode was him bringing somebody back to the apartment and doing, like, cutting them up, eating yeah. them, putting them in the fridge and shit. But no, it's... I don't know how it's going to like play out, mm -hmm. but it the first episode, you know, as you like to call the, call the pilot. Yeah. The first episode, bro, it's basically a specific example of the neighbor complaining like, Jeff, what's that smell? You know what I mean? Um, my tropical fish died. They get they got an algae mold thing. Da, da, da. Like he's giving excuses. Mm. I already saw you throw away the old meat, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? So the first episode is homeboy escaping running away and uh, and the cops him the guy getting a hold of cops cops coming in and finding the the fucking vat what do you call it uh, a bin what do you um a drum like a trough a drum a no draw, a big legit. drum with acid oh like ozark style my g how you don't know about jeffrey Dahmer? yes yes like cartel style mm -hmm. like like soup you know what i'm saying like el pozolero yeah body el he, he had three bodies decomposing I don't want to give it up. Well, um, okay. Well, so it's it's got an 8.5 on IMDb. It's only been out a couple of days. It came out, I think, late last week. 94% uh, of users like this show. It's um, intense. It's 10 episodes. 10 episodes. Yeah, it's intense, bro. It's intense. How long are they? It doesn't say. Uh, I'm assuming like an hour, dog. But Damn. like, I'm in. I mean, yeah, I'm in. We got to see him already like get uh, apprehended and then 
go uh, inform the parent, uh, the parents. So the do they dad. give you the whole like young Dahmer story? They start to go, once they sit down with the dad, like tell us what's going on. He's like, well, what's happening? Well, he's wanted for attempted murder. You know, it's an attempted murder case. He's like, who tried to kill Jeffrey? He's like, no, Jeffrey. Oh shit. Yeah, and then and then he's like, anything you want to tell us? It's like, well, when he was a kid, and then they start showing him on the school bus and. And all that type why, of shit. We're gonna get into stuff. Don't worry, guys. But why do you think women love this shit so much? That's a very good question. Uh, women love uh, crime shows yeah. and true crime and all the series, the serial podcast, even. Yeah, and it was it was giving me anxiety. I'm just like thinking, like, come on, dog. We don't, I don't already I don't already sat through the the LDS cult <laughs> couple, bro. They would the, that couple. They were chilling in Hawaii, and their kids were homegirls' kids were missing, and everyone's like. People are praying for your kids. Where are the kids? Oh, they're in the good. They're good. Don't worry about it. Like shit like that, bro. And and then she backed my wife back doors and she's like, let's see the Dahmer. Uh, we are on the road to a thousand patrons. We are set. Ooh, we got a long way to go. It's a long road. Maybe we should lower our expectations. It should be road to 500 because right now we are 773 patrons away from our 2022 goal. Support the growth of the show directly. By becoming an agent of the Thea, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. There might be a couple feds mixed in. Probably. Uh, you'll unlock Thursday, Friday podcasts and the Poppin' Ass Discord server, which is off the chain all, all day. 24-7. You will never catch up. No. Uh, while simultaneously helping fund the expansion of RPT Studios. Uh, Barack Obama has took note because he's following me on Twitter. I so, was scared for you. Yeah, I'm, I, that means I'm on a list list. Yeah. I'm no longer on just a list. I'm on a list You're list. You're on the list. I'm on his list. Yeah. The list. The that means Susan Rice probably know, knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. He's like, say drone attack one more time. He was like, bitch, say Big Mike one more game. <laughs> one more game. Say Big Mike one more game. One more game. Nah, Barack don't talk like that. <laughs> he was no, raised, remember what Wasn't he raised said? like in Malaysia or something? What did Joe Biden say? The first clean... He's the first sophisticated clean African-American. <laughs> Oh, goofy. Man, how the fuck y'all vote for a real deal pedophile racist, bro? Yeah, we got to ease goofy. into it, Chima. Right, my bad, my it. bad. Tour dates, uh, Legalized Freedom <laughs> Tour. I'm coming in tonight, hot. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Austin, Texas, the capital city. I will be live. First of all, we have Dave J and Bryson Brown nice. opening up the show. Badass. That means I'm going to sit in the green room and I'm not going to listen to what they doing. Because it's going to throw me the fuck off. They're, they're too good. Uh, Austin, Texas. And we have DJ Rapid Rick, the one and only Mr. What It Do himself. What It Do. The mixtape mechanic uh, warming up the crowd. He did all the scratches on like this and like that. Who got my back? Uh, that is tonight, Cap City Comedy Club. Come through. San Antonio, Thursday through Sunday, September 29th through October 2nd. Salt Lake City, October 6th. I'll be at Wise Guys downtown, not Jordantown. Las Vegas, Nevada, Thea Weekend. That is right. The Gathering of the Agents, October 7th through the 8th. Finally, we end the tour. Addison, Texas, November 4th through the 6th. You know how much jujitsu I'm going to do this week, bro? All of it. More than I've ever done probably in my life. So tomorrow, well, tonight, right? Tonight. Today. Today. Um, I have a private at 10th Planet. Ooh. You know I'm saying shout out to Eddie Bravo, linking me up, plugging me in, being the, the connect. And then in San Antonio, I'm hitting two different gyms. Wait, who's doing the private at? Can you say? Uh, I got to look. I think it's the owner or one of his Okay. One of his people. Um, so it's getting pretty intense in the baby Glock world. Nice. Uh, yesterday, I attended the MMA class at Urban Jungle. Um, and this is what they told me. 
they're like, you know, we got an in-gym tournament coming up. And I'm like, huh? What? Who? <laughs> Who what? Huh? I'm a white belt. No stripes. They're like, bro, it's the same people from the gym you don't already roll with, big dog. Like, just come through. They're like, it's in three weeks. And then I was like, well, what about age? They're like, you'll probably be in the Masters 1. And I'm like, I'm 43. They're like, okay, Masters 2. <laughs> so y'all pray for me. Uh, little baby Glock might make an appearance, but I don't think I'm ready for all that. They're like, it'll be good tournament experience. I'm like, bro, I, I ain't come here for tournament experience. But uh, I want it. So it's an in, just in school for y'all school? And they're going to bring the Cobra Kai uh, from Deer Park, which is uh, Virtues jiu-jitsu it's a it's a sister school oh i think well i don't know if they're included but uh so henzo gracie's also having an in-school tournament but it's two other schools coming to henzo houston which is in sugarland and don was going to do that one but she's actually going to do one of the big competitions in a couple of months uh i think in eight eight to ten weeks so she's cutting weight and shit for it already you know what don is your wife is very inspirational <laughs> i have to give her that like i'm not gonna lie like when it comes to my jujitsu journey like i've just seen like how dedicated and committed she is yeah it's very inspiring like all the time you know like and my wife she she bucked up to me she's like I i'm tired of hearing you complain just put it in the google calendar whichever class you want to go to nice. you know what i mean okay. i'm like uh, kind of aggressive like, but okay i'll take like, it all right you know don't darce choke me out right now don't think i don't know nothing about it so yeah <laughs> i'll choke you right now you know from the saying? kids and i'm learning i'm learning a little bit of muay thai so you might get that little teak kick nice. followed by the kick to the quad no i'm not gonna hit my wife bro come on dog. hey i'm just saying not, it's not hitting it's grappling. i'm just saying when it comes to self-defense and if I have to defend my wife, when it, true. But if she bucks up to you, you're like, I know how to, I know how to do a guillotine, real tight guillotine. You know, tell her, let her know, let her know, be like, hey, yeah, distance. I, you know, I might, I might distance. have to sprawl if she tries to take me down. Hey, if, if Curtis Hembroff, the the guy that runs basically Tenth Planet Austin, is, is doing the private with you, he's fucking awesome. Well, that's the person I contacted, and he might be the one. Oh, badass! I just have to uh, double check all my notes because it's like three different gyms. Mm -hmm. So pretty much my shows, I anticipate that my shows are going to be uh, off the chain because I'm going to have a different level of mental clarity. Yeah. You know, you hear me? Yeah. I'm coming strategic. Well, while you're there, I mean, if you're going to be at 10th Land Austin, just hit the whole facility. Do the do the private, right? And then mm -hmm. just, I'm sure they're going to let you just kind of roam around. Have you ever been to to, to um, mm -hmm. the Onnit facility? Wait, wait, wait. 10th Planet Austin is in Onnit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, they might have. Uh, so... If you've if you've never if you visited it's one of those destination gyms like if you go to Houston typically people want to go to Alpha Elite now the new Alpha Land or whatever it is, Tenth Planet is like the Austin go to right so the gym they got like a smoothie as soon as you walk into smoothie bar and then you walk into the gym and it's got it's like a big ass play area all the like CrossFit type of stuff all the the sleds and shit and then you go to the right and they have the big jujitsu open place which they might have expanded since then it's been like two or three two or three years since I've been and then you got your smaller rooms for like. Uh, classes and warm-ups and stuff for competitions and then the sauna the infrared sauna all this it's just like a fucking big ass playpen for people that like to do shit like that yeah you're gonna love I'm, it. I'm looking forward to it this episode of the podcast brought to you by twin candle co can i say twin candle company yeah, yeah, yeah. twin candle company 100 percent soy wax hand poured you can hit them up at twin candle co Dot com. Uh, we actually have a collab coming out it's going to be called cafecito time and this is the prototype right here Oh, so good. That's that's yeah. That's the one you really like. Yeah. And then smell the other one because okay. I don't think you've smelled it. All right, let me cleanse the the nasal palate. You have coffee right there. Smell your coffee, right? Is that <laughs> yes, what they, say? they coffee do. beans. Ah, uh, yeah. Straight to the dome. All right, let me see. What they got in it? Creme brulee. It's uh, it's a hint of creme brulee. It smell like freedom. Coconut. 
and coffee. Oh, it has coconut. It does, yeah. Because I mean, you mentioned it to me last time, and I wasn't sure if you like coconut. Yeah. Come, bro, we are two coconut. I know, but it doesn't mean you like it. You know how freeing it is to just identify as coconut? <laughs> that means you could just keep it real, and you have you don't have a burden. You have no burden. You're not beholden to anybody. It's true. I love it. I'll, I love it, too. It's going to be a fire episode, y'all. I'm feeling it already. I'm feeling it. Yes, sir. Uh, we got some new RPT merch dropping early October. That's coming really, really soon. And we just appreciate all the love, man, all the support. And, you know, we love talking politics, and uh, especially now that midterms are coming around. Yeah. And uh, and before we get into today's stories, um, so I'll, I'll do this one, actually. Patreon's got an update. Mm-hmm. So if you're already a patron, check it out. If you're thinking about joining, check this out as well. You know how Netflix charges you? Like at the be- well, whenever you sign up, let's say today's the 27th, 28th. Mm-hmm. If you sign up, you get charged, and then the next month you get charged on the same day. Forever, Patreon has done this. You sign up today, Chingo. It's the 27th. We're going to charge you. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to charge you on the 1st. What? Because their model has always been to charge you on the 1st. Uh-huh. So if you sign up the day before, the week before the 1st, you're going to get charged. And but, then again, but is it a prorate charge? No. We- you can charge whatever the full tier amount is. Wow. They've always done that. Okay. So I don't know why they they waited this long. But people, and I've got, I've gotten this from people like, hey, man, it's kind of like a double charge. Like, yeah, but that's the way Patreon does it, right? So mm-hmm. no longer do you have to worry about feeling like you're being double charged. You get charged the day you sign up, and then you don't get charged again until the next month, 30 days later, and there is their new subscription, they call it Model, which is what it's been, but they always had to do it the day of and the first. So that's new. So we're on that now. The RPT people that sign up to be a part of the Patreon, you're going to get signed up on the day that you sign up, and only on that day, and then a month later. For sure. Yeah. And a shout out to uh, DJ producer Big Rob's hat collection. Hey, thanks. Coming in hot, Big Dog. It's growing. Yeah. People, uh, I've seen comments like, does Rob only have one hat? I'm like, no, this is the thing. I'm frugal. I buy a new hat like every three or four months. When I went to Lids, they had some on sale recently. So I got like three for the price of one. Nice. And then they're fucking cool. They're like super hats I've never even seen. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, nice. That, go, that goes with everything too. It does. Gray and black. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Hey, so last thing, um, this Cafecito Time podcast, what, what can people expect? What are we doing? Well, you know what? Uh, after this, we're going to record an episode, my wife and I. So expe- hopefully I can get that that big laugh out of her. Yeah. Um, hopefully we could be friends because sometimes it's stressful in the morning. Yeah. Where like my four-year-old is like, Dad, I want to pour, I want to I put the cereal. And I'm like, oh, how, how much, which cereal you want? You know what I mean? She likes to pour in the cereal, Pete. Kind of like, why don't you know? <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, she's four, bro. Uh, we can't afford. <laughs> we only have like 200 patrons. We can't afford to spill cereal. You know what I'm saying? You know what got that? Legalized Freedom Tour. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Chingobling.com. You know what got that big laugh out of her yesterday? What was it? Was when I mentioned, she she talked about her birthday. She was talking about her birthday a lot, Ooh, right? It's coming around. It's coming around Shit. the corner. She was talking about all kinds of stuff. Shit. This, that, and the other. I gotta get ready. And I was like, yeah, you do need to get ready if you saw what she was looking at. But uh, when I told her, I was like, yeah, I just kind of mentioned passing you how Chingo, you know, he, he posted his, his cash app in the Discord. But <laughs> so I was like, he did what? Yeah, he posted the cash app and he wanted to donate to his birthday dinner. She's like, and uh, something that no, I said. No, somebody asked me. I think yeah, I Giovanni, think Giovanni mentioned me. it, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah. kind of started the whole thing, yeah. but I obviously to make it more Thank like, you, Giovanni. He was like, hey, man, if everybody just pitches in a little bit, that's a nice steak dinner <laughs> yeah, for him and his family. Was, that's what it was. And now ask me if I went to go get steak. For yourself. No. <laughs> I mean, we got a half calf, but go that's on. That's true. No, so I said something that made her, it really fucking tickled her, dude. She laughed so hard. We had to end the podcast on that because she couldn't stop laughing. That like, was made of like, that's Only my husband would do that. And she said something else and just busted out laughing. Hey, hey, when, you're, when your wife got expensive habits, when all you're cheering want activities, Papa, 
but yeah man um dude i'm I, i'm getting pretty hooked to and addicted to uh all this you know what i'm saying all this combat sports yeah i told my friend a good friend of mine yesterday um the motto for 2023 is become hard to kill you know to yeah. quote tim kennedy and be a, bunch a hard of the target greats. my G. Be a hard target yeah yeah head so on the swivel i'm shopping for my gi now I, I said when don started training again i was like i'm gonna go back just like whenever i feel like it i'm not gonna go because she's gung-ho about it or because you had started training too i was like i'm gonna go back whenever i feel like it and i feel like it now yeah yeah that's really what it comes down to don't don't let nobody force you um have you heard of x marshall the rash guards no okay well i i follow uh jordan teaches jujitsu on youtube mm-hmm. and he he always does a promo code jordan 10 and i went on, i didn't even use the fucking promo code because i forgot the promo code but i went on to the website because i heard him mention it and i bought some little rash guards and shit and um and then yesterday before mma class you're supposed to bring gloves right mm-hmm. and i was like damn i left my gloves at the office which is here and so I was like, yo, I got to leave a little early because I got to stop at Academy and get me some gloves. And she's like, well, I thought you had gloves already. I'm like, they're at the office. Yeah. And I got class. So I'm going to go buy some gloves. She's like, oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm letting you know. I'm not asking you. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm you. really, I really ain't even got to tell you that. <laughs> I just start being like my dad and just be like, hey, I, I'm out. What, what y'all, what you going to worry about where I'm going? Who wants to know? Yeah. I'm going to Academy uh your boy breezy man he hits twitter early who do you think writes his early morning tweets look here folks americans want to go do away with petroleum and fossil fuels they want to go net zero carbon free all green that sounds like obama it did, well that's I mean, who is it, yeah exactly that's what i thought you were doing he got a little staff bro he got people tweeting for him and shit so he's on this um this capitalism you know tweet tirade this morning he's anti-capitalism now well this is what he's saying oh goofy head ass boy fair competition fair competition is what made america the wealthiest most innovative nation in history come on man and i'm committed to bringing competition back to our economy <sighs> like okay all right I, I i see what you're saying the next one capitalism without competition isn't capitalism it's exploitation all right let's think about this where are we sending a lot of our manufacturing and a lot of things that come to this country overseas but then he tried to hijack uh, america first or or and he's like we're gonna we're gonna make made in america a thing again boy you've been in government <laughs> by 85 years um i don't think i've ever asked you this what do you think about term limits have you ever thought about term limits and and what well, nancy gotta go i mean so many people gotta go right yeah what makes sense as far as like if you were just talking to a regular you know mexican on the street who might be a little bit you know aware of politics and you ask them about term limits what do you think they might say keep them or get rid of them or well not uh, get rid of them a uh, mexican american yeah in america yeah <laughs> hey brace yourself nine out of ten don't know what the fuck you talking about <laughs> they worried about fools going wild so every one out of a hundred is already a patron we have the 200 people who give a fuck about politics that's that it mexican, all of them in the country all of them <laughs> are agents of the theater they're all agents already fuck we yeah. got to get more Thea's and uncles. And who was it? I think Jess Tier said she finally got her grandma. Or no, no, no. It was, uh, I think Scribe might have said that he finally, uh, his mom came around. And then Jess Tier said her Thea finally came around. She, they were red-pilling people over the weekend. I wonder what it took. Beto? It was Beto. It was all about Beto. Really? At least Jess Tier was, yeah. She was bringing up Beto at, at the at the table. Oh, go on. Yeah. So they were they were like pro-Beto at first. Yes. And then, and then what did she say? Dude, I'd have to go to the Discord. I don't remember exactly, but she convinced her from what it sounded like and then um scribe said that um he asked something about i think it was immigration or inflation and she started coming around sorry guys if i don't remember exactly there was a lot of conversations going on over the weekend but dude it's happening the elders are starting to catch wind yeah all it took was a collapsed economy 
<laughs> a collapse of our communities. I mean, fuck, bro. It just took a whole bunch of crime. Did you see the Jen Psaki? Did you see that quote? So uh, I didn't see it, but I, I heard about it. So I saw it out of context, and she basically said, um, she was like, and I, I might have, I don't know if I tweeted it, but basically she said, and I paraphrase, you know, crime, that's going to be, that's going to be a big, um, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, it's, it's going to affect the Democrats. Like, that's going to be one of those things, one of those issues they got to kind of figure out. And then, uh, and, and I think she said, uh, we don't, if it's a referendum on Biden, then they need to be worried. I found it. You and, did tweet it. And then, and then, Awesome. And then, and then they show uh, uh, KJP's response. So check this out. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. Jen Psaki says that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Why would she say that? I kind of, I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. Uh, so I actually, okay, go on. What were you going to say? So I have the second part to this pulled up for later on in, in the podcast, but I'll pull it up now. I didn't hear her exact things. But that's hilarious. This is like day one on the job for her, which, by the way, she looks tan as hell. She looks like Rachel Dolezal here. Wait, day one on the job as uh, what? MSNBC. What is she? What's her role? I don't know her exact role. Um, she's like a correspondent from what I... Well, I got a fire Twitter feed. Look, look at the one, the next tweet right up under. Three rows bows full. Like, go down. Bill Malugin at Bill Fox LA says, new, at least 266,000 unaccompanied migrant children slash minors have been encountered at the southern border since biden took office per cbp data that's enough to fill up approximately three rose bowls i'll say it again this this is what a lot of people voted for two hundred and sixty six thousand unaccompanied minors and I, I i added the gif is that how you say it yeah of uh aoc taking pictures taking pictures outside the fence of this little border facility right because remember george lopez everybody longoria oh, kids in cages que la chingada kids in cage we care about the kids pobrecito los kids in cages they got them in full blankets and they look like little burritos and aoc went and did a whole photo shoot and now here we have 266,000 unaccompanied migrant children which they've lost a whole bunch of them by the way yeah and uh all of a sudden Latino Hollywood and Fool's Gone Mild ain't got shit to say. All of a sudden. It, it takes two coconuts in a studio to remind you, goofies. Um, over the weekend, I also saw one of the one of the lines that was unforgettable was when you said, I don't know why this reminded me of it. You were like, hey, man, hey, buddy, when you get off of work, talking about the woodshop teacher, do your job, go to work, clock out, put your titties on. Yeah, yeah, clock out. Do that shit on the weekend, buddy. <laughs> want to wear your titty suit want to have your chichas out do that shit at the house bro uh but you do have a fire it's fire Twitter feed man i mean if i say so myself it's fire bro. yeah you gotta gotta give it to yourself and then my most my morning tweets i done fired off about three this morning look this go one is, to, oh go to the top watch out okay boom has the media figured out how to smear these people did they go with far right fascist or white christian nationalists this is a a shit ton of colombians um marching protesting the leftist globalist government of Gustavo Petro, the same Petro who was asked, who uh, asked the United Nations to legalize cocaine in the world. The left wants a world of death dealers, zombies and junkies. Uh, go down one more. One more again. Bam. Going to get called ugly names for sure. This yep. is the lady 
in uh, what's in it, Georgia Maloney, mm-hmm. first female premiere in the history of Italy. People in Italy are crunk. They say, fuck the EU, fuck these gas prices and these bills. And this this woman, her whole campaign was family, God, country. And what are they calling her? Fascist. All right, dude. She's at the top of today's list. So I want to talk. I want to kind of sit in the pocket with this because she's the first, right? First woman prime minister ever elected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the first time since World War II they were saying that somebody this quote unquote far right has been elected. So what makes you far right in Italy is you're pro God, pro family, pro country. She did a magnificent speech, which I also retweeted, where she basically said, they're trying to destroy our identity. They don't want you to be like Italy first. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to be your our identity as Christians. Our identity is like family. Uh, uh, she's like, I'm a mother. She's like, they don't want us to go by that. She says they just want a whole class of economic slaves, yeah. and consumers. And it's it's crazy because you would think that they would uh, uplift this woman who's you know we're we're all the pro feminist people out there right? Not, there's not as I don't I didn't see one single positive. I think Hillary said, oh well, it's a good sign that you know it's out with the old and with the new. That's all she said. Really? Yeah. Basically, she focused in on the female part, which she has to because she's beholden. She's, run. she's beholden to that to that ideology. I'm of, with her. It just it just got as long as it's a girl. Yeah. You know, Gutsy. Have you continued watching Gutsy? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, by the way, I listened to um, you on, on uh, Tim Fall Hat. Yeah. Great episode, dude. Yeah. So fun. They said I might be on Mount Crushmore, Big Dot. <laughs> they said they're going to put me on Mount Crushmore, Big Dot, Baby Glock. That was a great Make great some room episode. for Baby Glock. What kind of Glock do you carry around? AKA Little Baby Glock. Baby Glock? Nine millimeter baby clock. <laughs> the hood got my back. Dude, I've been jamming like this and like that. I've been jamming Freddie Gibbs Essentials on um ¿cómo se llama? on Apple. Apple Music. Uh yeah. Freddie Gibbs represent Gary, Indiana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not familiar. Goes off, bro. Goes off. Goes off. Oh, and he be saying shit too. Like he he did a freestyle on Funkmaster Flex. And he was saying like you know, it was a pandemic. The government is giving it to us. And, you know, he's on there talking about, like, shit like that. Just a little line. Dude, you, mm-hmm. uh, that's random that you say that, that you, what you've been jamming. But you know what I've been jamming? Uh, over the weekend, I don't know why. It, I was listening to, no no lie, ch- ch- the Chingle Bling music is still at the top of my Spotify list. Like, every year for uh, fucking a decade, I'm always, it's always in, like, the top five. Galactos uh, Cumbia that you and uh, Bo Bundy did. Mm-hmm. It's like a short song. It, yeah. it popped up on the Chingo Bling radio, and I'd never heard it. I just never heard it. It's mm-hmm. fucking dope. Yeah, it's cool. The beat's I, great. It's I don't cool. know something about it. I, yeah. I, I like the other one we did better. Which one? Um, uno, dos. Oh, uno, tres, like the watch. Yeah, that one's great. Feeling froggy, then jump little sapos. Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo. Guinness is a chingo con el plátano mosico. Tamales went viral. Top, Top of the, the charts. charts. You ain't got to wait till Christmas. I'm whipping in March. In 2001, I was covered in starch. I had masa in a lot in at the grocery, grocery cart. cart. Being paisa. Way, way before, before paisa was, was popping. See me in the kitchen, that me new shit dropping. Got botas de ostrich. These one Versace. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's plenty. I was, yeah, I thought I was in the, in the gym fixing a lift. Buku bars. Buku bars. Hey, by the way, she's easy on the eyes too. If I'm if I'm being honest. First of all, shout out to Italy, big Don. Yeah. When we went to visit, uh, when we went to visit, uh, what year was it? I can't remember how many years ago like it was. Seventeen, eighteen. Probably twenty seventeen. You know what I'm saying? The Trump years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Number <laughs> weekends, everything sold out. And uh, we went we went to Italy, and we noticed. Peep this. They had a refugee crisis when the when the European Union 
and Angela Merkel of Germany and all Sweden, everybody wanted to be woke and they didn't want to be called racist. They're like, send all the refugees, send them, send them, Syria, everybody. Todos, vénganse. And boy, you had, it just looked like a homeless crisis because it was all refugees. So now they're interrupting and interfering with Italian children education because now you got to accommodate buku African refugees, uh, housing situation, Unem Italian unemployment was already at an all-time high when we went to visit. Their unemployment was already a hot issue. On top of that, they had to bear the brunt of the refugee crisis because they were receiving these people first. It's almost like they're Brownsville, they're McAllen. Really? It's, if you look at Europe, they were where motherfuckers came a lot of times first. So if you went to go visit Rome mm -hmm. and you wanted to see the Colosseum, you wanted to explore, you wanted to be a tourist... It was number Africans selling you trinkets. Everybody's like, ooh, boom, keychains, dot, 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 popping up everywhere. And they spoke every language. So it was kind of like, oh, shit, this ain't what I thought Italy was going to be. Mm. All I see is Africans. No yeah. offense. I love Africans. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, bro, where the Italians at? Mm. And now you see people had enough. They're like, you know what? We tried it y'all's bullshit-ass way. And um, they're tearing down the EU flags. They're like, nah, bitch, Italy first, ho. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw, like, people were on ladders on top of buildings taking Removing the down, EU, right? yeah. Because yeah. it's like, this shit ain't working for us. All, all the Italians have received from this EU bullshit is this bad economy, whole bunch of migrants, refugees, immigrants, unemployment. Uh, they're using this little wannabe green climate bullshit to where now their bills are going up. Yeah, and people did a whole demonstration uh, in Naples, where they were burning their um, their electricity bills, their gas bills, and shit. Put them all in the fire. They're like, we ain't paying this shit. So seeing this now, do you uh, does it give you kind of hope for what's coming, like what's to come here in the United States? <sighs> it all depends, bro, because everybody got a different type of elect election system. Yeah. So have we fixed it? Yeah. I mean, I know Mike Lindell, he's trying to make as much noise as he can about the machines. You know One what I'm saying? Dude, man. The machines, the machines, yeah. and then everybody else. I mean, what happened to the 2000 Mules documentary? Like, everybody that saw it was like, yo. But then you got people like, who was it? Was it Bill Barr or Mike Pompeo? One of these people that was like, uh, I saw a report. I saw a report. And uh, yeah, I. I think it might have been Bill Barr. He was like, oh, I spoke to a uh, construction company in, in near Atlanta, and they said, dude, we have like 16 trucks that, that drive along this highway near this route of the, where these drop boxes are. So realistically, all these cell phones might have fallen into the, the, the net. Mm, of, and it's mm. like, no, bitch. What, what they failed to mention is that when they conducted the investigation in 2000 Mules, mm -hmm. the documentary, is that they set the parameters to where it was like, whose cell phone drove around to all these different counties, all these, you know, you got Marietta, mm -hmm. you got all these areas in, in Atlanta, went to all these drop boxes and went to like Stacey Abrams' office to pick up more ballots. So it's like, ain't no construction company doing all that all day long mm -hmm. with footage of motherfuckers putting ballots in and shit, running to the car, dropping ballots and shit. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, right? Because you got, just before I came over here, I was listening to, um, uh, oh, it was Sucker Carlson. You know, I hate, not that I hate to say it. Why is his show so much better than everybody else's? 
Man, he got good writers, bro. Yeah? I mean, it's just That's fucking great. Yeah, because it's like a... And some, some, anybody who's hate listening to us right now, <laughs> which you know you are, I hope thanks so. for listening, thanks for the download. I, I'd like to hopefully persuade you, and maybe you can try to fact check or debunk something. Yeah. Uh, but anything that's Fox News related or white male, uh, cisgendered white male related, first of all, my sister in law, right? She's a human resources, and she had all this woke shit mm-hmm. is permeating every aspect of our society. Oh, yeah, and I'm gonna get back to Tucker, but. She was like, man, they're putting all these little options for the genders and the pronouns. She's like, I didn't know what to put. She said, I had to put other. And we're like, why did you have to put other? Like, they didn't have female. They're like, the closest thing to female was cis, cis something female. Hmm. So she, she didn't know right. that it's like, no, that was you. Right. They're, ma- they're making you, who is like, you identify with the body you're in. You, you identify as female. And that's Redefining how, it. No, they're they're making women who feel like women and are women not normal. So it's like, no, 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 you're cis. That's you just happen to like and identify with how you were assigned at birth. There's there's all kinds of women now. I I got uh I got some new uh pew pew um yeah I got some new pew pew stuff new beans for the pew pews well yeah and some new pew pew uh, altogether right and you know you got to fill out the uh, ATF form and all that jazz when you get it and the option from what I remember in not too far distant past was male or female right they now have non-binary as an mm. option okay. I. I just thought that was the one of the most bizarre things on an ATF, like on this federal firearms form, you know? Yeah. I just thought I'd mention that because it fucking blew my mind. And you know what's interesting, bro? I've, I've mentioned the book uh, Fossil Future by Alex Epstein mm-hmm. several times. And one of the things about it is the framework, how he explains how things end up to that point. So in essence, you have people, quote unquote, researching stuff, and then that research gets synthesized and then that that synthesization, uh, we get told how to act upon that information, and then it gets disseminated. So the reason I really enjoyed the book, and I need to hurry up and finish it, is because you can now frame, not, not really frame, but you can kind of see the moving parts of like, like you just said, this is a federal government paper, and for the longest, it was male, female, and this shit got to do with a gun. This shouldn't the atf care more you know what i'm saying yeah i guess in this case we want to know how many non-binary motherfuckers is out here packing how many of these little antifa antifa yeah. baristas yeah. out here <laughs> but anyway that's how i look at stuff now where it's like how did it get to that point oh well they're like if you ask them why is this here now oh well because now there's everything we're learning about gender and you know the ds dsm5 and how like for example homosexuality used to be a disorder right on the psychology books it mm-hmm. was a disorder right it was like this is not normal this is abnormal this is not natural and then some of the lgbt people started getting into the national library association the educational system the psychology system and then started undoing and changing things based on their data have you oh fuck that was it oh no have you seen or heard of the the new movie coming out bros i saw a million 
and one billboards when I was in L.A. Really? When I went to L.A., you just see the billboard, the dude grabbing on his butt, and then you see the bus go by, and you just see the the jeans of two dudes, and one's grabbing the booty. Have you seen the trailer? No. Would you like to see it? Sure. All right. This is RPT. This is, you know, culture. Yep, this is culture. This is on the public episode, so the most people will see us react to this clip. Universal, let's go. Hey guys, it's Bobby Lieber coming to you from the future home of the LGBTQ plus museum. Everyone is really excited and totally getting along. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week and Bring your all. Oh shit. Yeah, I heard that. Something's playing in the background. This is already, wow, this is already fascinating. Right? Notice they put, okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to see this trailer. Because notice that everything you've seen branding-wise uh, for the LGB, it says LGBTQ+. That little plus is crucial. Yeah. Because that means they're trying to normalize some other shit You're up under the umbrella. You ready? Yeah. No one has acknowledged it. Lesbian History Month was in March. Nobody said a goddamn thing. Of course. Lesbians get a month and we get a week. So what's happening? Didn't you guys have an announcement? This is a little unexpected, but we are in a thruple situation. You're in a thruple? Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I love my independence. That's kind of sad. That I don't want to be in a thruple. I don't even want to be in a couple. Bobby, I had sex with that 65-year-old. Jesus, he's ripped. I know. It's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. Oh my God, that's Aaron. He's very hot. I thought it was John Cena. <laughs> Gay guys are so stupid. I know. But we've been smart enough to brand ourselves as being smart. It's our little secret. Is that Matt Walsh? No. I don't think I'm his type. He's like gay He's Tom scary. Brady. What are you into? One of these ripped idiots with no opinions? No, I like someone who's physically very frail and won't stop talking. And I bet he's as intimidated by you as you are by him. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I can do whenever and I can do whatever. Cool, whatever, whenever. GIF of Michael Scott dancing. Office GIF? This person isn't gay. I need you to be honest with me. You like these growy, meathead idiots. Oh, they're fighting. Do you like that? Hey. I can be tough oh, like your you boys. Like oh, that's what you like, huh? Oh, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, that's cool. All right. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Now I have to go to a Pride party and you're both too old to be in the pool. Please leave. People are threatening to boycott the museum. You can't say Lincoln was gay. If we don't do this, we're letting the heterosexual terrorists win. There are trans terrorists too. Caitlyn Jenner. You're so different from me. You're very intense. I like to keep things chill. I can be chill. Just like a manly man. Sir. What's up? I got you. Yeah. Go need some help here, bro. Oh, okay, bro. What is going on with you? My whole life, I prided myself on being self-reliant, but this guy has gone into my head. Maybe you're both bottoms, and that's the problem. Bottom dance. Bottom dance. Gay sex was more fun when straight people were uncomfortable with it. Somebody. Oh my God, do you guys remember straight people? Yeah, they had a nice run. They saved the best part for the end, huh? Bottom dad? Well, the kid's dancing. Bro, again, the, Hollywood's making me sound like an old 67-year-old guy. With, mm. So please, just anyway, tell me here. I don't know what, I, I don't know what to say, man. I can't call it. It's very, it's, it just makes me think about like, obviously Hollywood has a way of like, 
I don't want to say exaggerating or like making something seem like, oh, it's everywhere, rural, suburban, you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously these people are like caricatures. You know, I'm curious what's going to happen in the marketplace, like how well it's going to do. Like in other words, who, let me ask you this. Mm Mm-hmm. Who all do you think is going to go spend money and see this? Nobody. Just is or just the gay community? <clears throat> I don't think they will. You sure? Yeah, I think they're going to wait for this shit to stream and watch. Okay, it. well, how, who's going to participate in it? Like stream? Oh, uh, yeah, your suburban moms who might have like a you know friend down the street or that they met at the yoga shop who's like one of the gay teachers kind of thing or just running those circles or like the uh, the like groomer parents that are like trying to make their kids trans. Oh, for sure, the ones that want to be super cool and like inclusive or the like the super progressive yoga mom. Yeah, Bob Stroller. Yeah, so like every, so like five people in every city in the country basically. Well, it's getting bro. There's more than five people, bro. It sounds like it no, because we're on Twitter all the time. No, no, no. Like I, we live in a big. Well, you live right outside of a big city, but come on, bro. Every big city in America, it's a lot of that. Do you hear about the Katie story at the church? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I want to move on to that story next, but I want to. I'm, I'm I'm scrubbing back to the beginning of this. So from the producers of Trainwreck and China, China loves this, by the way. They're like, yes. Oh, 100%. how much? How much can we invest? Yeah, yeah, probably all of it. How about all of it? How about if you don't make movie, we kill you? <laughs> God damn, I thought you were going to boycott something, but they were going to kill you. No, they, I mean, bro, China's like, yes, please. Yeah. You think they're going to allow this movie? Because they didn't allow Top Gun in the motherfucking well, country. Uh, oh, they didn't? Well, they had to change the patches on the on his jacket, remember? He couldn't have Taiwan flags. Oh, uh, okay. But, but go on. Well, yeah, in the Chinese market, which is like a billion people, they select a handful of uh, American films that are able to participate in their marketplace. Like, we're not just going to let all thousand yeah. in. It's like, we're going to handpick a hundred. But after they handpick them, they hand edit them too. Yes, exactly. And they, 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 get, um, they get to supervise the script and edit and mm-hmm. adjust it. And Hollywood goes along with it. Why? They kowtow. You know, number two, they commies as yeah. well. Yeah. And number three, they want to participate in that billion people market. So... Uh, go on. What were you well, gonna say? so Trainwreck, Bridesmaids. I don't remember watching either one of those. Is this J- uh, Apatow? I don't know. No, uh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. It sounds J- like it, right? Isn't that Judd Apatow? Um, what else? There was another. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Look, Marshall was hilarious. Who? Who? From the director of Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Neighbors, both were funny movies. Funny how they don't say the name of the person. Yeah, I'll look it up here in a second. Um, so the movie is that whoever produced the rest of these films was good. So this is basically a rom com, right? It's a, it's a romantic comedy for this particular community genre. Yeah. Genre. Had, do you remember any movies like this, like in in the last two or three decades, All specifically for this? You know what I mean? Uh-oh. I don't either. No. So does that tell you that now there's more of a community that is vying to have this scene on the big screen? Or are they just about to blow a shit ton of money to make a message? I mean, you ain't been to Target in July. Yes. You ain't never walked into a Target in July. But that's been going on for a while. I know. But what I'm saying is corporations like ESG score. Yeah. Right. Let's just start with that. ESG score is going to say, y'all motherfuckers need to make this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's some demand for it, but I don't know. Like, for example, let's just say that 100% of the gay community supports and watches it, right? Mm-hmm. Pretend. Okay. All right? So that's a number. And it's not all of America. It's a subset of America. Mm-hmm. Now, what percentage of those people are going to be dissatisfied? Like, oh, 
they made us out to be caricatures and that's not how it really is and this isn't the kind of representation representation we need and and fact check this and we don't like this character there's probably gonna be at least 10 percent of them that are gonna be like they could have did better they should have went in <laughs> should have went in deeper <laughs> They, the they pussy, yeah, they pussyfooted around some of the serious issues. So. Director Nicholas Stoller, don't know who that is. He's an English director, and then the cinematography Brandon Troust. Producers Billy Eichner, who's that guy, the, the the lead, I think, and Carl Frankfield, Frankenfield. So I don't know any of these people. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are like, "This is way overdue." Like they should have been did this. Look at all the straight straight couples that have been portrayed. Right? Isn't that the argument every time? That's going to be the argument. Like, every time people complain about Disney or Marvel, and they're just like, whoa, since when? Since when She-Hulk? Yeah. Or whoever, right? Because I don't, I don't pay attention to none of that, but like... Or Little Mermaid. Or any time... Well, that's that's race. But like, let's just say there's like a gay character in a cartoon, and, P- and regular America's like, uh, do we need to have this in a cartoon? Like, is this appropriate for a cartoon? Like, are we grooming? Is this sexualizing children? Is this too much? For this age group and then they always say oh all the straights you know all think about straights. all the straight characters been in marvel bro well so when it comes to representation like when do you when's enough like you know what i mean like when do we need um do we need to have you know dwarfs or little people whatever you want to call them in every film do we need to have like a, every sub segment of people needs to have their own lead like you know black supergirl little supergirl you know asian supergirl like you know what i mean i think they just canceled that show recently um i think it was on cw maybe it should be based off merit because of course because check this out there's already gay directors gay producers like a big portion of hollywood Arguably is gay. most of them casting especially <laughs> yeah right they can make you real uncomfortable when you ain't going for an audition drop them jingo but but check it out bro like in hollywood as it is you already have people who are writers who happen to be gay? Yeah. Actors who happen to be gay, uh, producers, directors, and so on. You know, and um, it's almost like, for example, if you look at the music industry, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between oh, Elton John, motherfucker, could play the piano, right? And it's like, and, he, and he's pretty flamboyant. It's his fault. We're spending. Uh, <laughs> did you see that Joe Biden? Hey, clip? by the way, by the way, <laughs> he he set it up with the by the way. Hey, hey, by the way. It's this guy's fault. He's out there slanging dick. <laughs> We're using taxpayer money. He was slanging dick for three three decades. Fund AIDS and HIV. That's why we got all put all $60 million in HIV research. I'm not scared of ghosts, but I'm scared of this guy. Wow. <laughs> One of the comments in the in the trailer uh, comments on YouTube is writers. How gay do you want to make this uh, movie? Universal, yes. <laughs> but, but look, this is the point I'm trying to make. In the music business, if you happen to be Freddie Mercury of the, of the band Queen... You just got to make fire-ass music. We will, we will rock you. It wasn't like, oh, it's tight because it's gay. It was like, yo, that's a fucking fire-ass track, my G. Play that shit in the stadium. Play it back. You know what I'm saying? Run that shit back in the fourth quarter. Take it to the house. So take that shit to the house. So my point is, I think something like Elton John and Queen and like, I don't know what Little Richard be doing on on his side time. But, like, you have all these artists, even arguably Prince was straight from what I could tell, but he was kind of androgynous. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker yeah. wore pants with the booty. Not as straight as a he, boomerang. He yeah. wore a little high heels and shit. That's how confident, that's how, that's how super straight Prince was. Prince was so super straight. He's like, bitch, I'll take your bitch right now, bro, in heels. 
My G. Well, given that argument, are we so super straight that we're going to go watch uh, Bros in theater that together? We're gonna, that we're going to wear pants with the booty out like <laughs> Prince? Yeah. So I feel like in the music business for decades, it's been like, yeah, you're going to see some gay artists, but it really comes back down to the music for the most part. Yeah. Now you have Lil Nas X where it's like, it's, it's like he's gay first and then the music comes second. It's like he's known more for that. Yeah, somebody made a, a little like collage or reel of all like old time was it old time was it old town old town, old town road. road and whatever else he had come up but it was slowly was like um i don't it might have been ant or somebody where it's like they got you in with the old town road the kids right all the pictures of him at elementary schools and kindergarten schools and then like gradually gradually it's just like the dresses next thing you know you katie naked Texas. in the jail and you know all this kind of stuff and then it works his way to this you know small towns like katie which you know it's it, point at your camera look at right at your camera man what rob just said is a clip it started with old town road and guess what uh, bring it back to Schultz. When, when we went to go see Schultz live at that uh, Revention, whatever that place is oh, called, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have like the the pre the pregame. Everybody's getting their drinks. Everybody's sitting down. You got the screen, and and then there's music playing and stuff. And one of the songs, I'm like, man, that shit kind of jamming. Turns out, guess who it was? Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. Oh yeah, remember I played that video for you. It was that song right where he's holding me- the inside of his pocket in the jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The visual threw me off because I'm like, the song. Right. The, beat, the song could have went. Yeah. My G. Yeah. You didn't have to, you didn't have to smother your gay sauce. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to smother your whole identity and your whole marketing plan. Smother like, your he, gay like sauce. Like he, he really leaned into it. Like he totally leaned. Like the whole rollout to his album yeah. wasn't check out these songs. Look at these lyrics. What's up with these beats? It was like super fruity. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's an album. Smother your gay sauce. It's like he smothered. It's like, bro, the song could have stood alone. Like you had a feature and you had a tight beat. I'll, a, I'll never think of smothered mushrooms hit. on a steak the same way again. Hey, I'm just gonna think of smothered gay sauce. Let me know, dog. We got a whole half calf right there in the freezer. <laughs> I saw that Canelo clip where you used the steak over the. Oh yeah, yeah I, had, uh, I had the ground beef, dude. I laughed more because I knew how much meat you had here. Yeah, the ground beef. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it was ground beef. Okay, yeah, I, that was a little pack of ground beef. Nice, I believe. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. But it was like, say you passed the line. Say you passed the line. Andale, Mr. Funny Man. Anybody want to make a skid? That was great. It's like, I passed the line. <laughs> the way Juan edited, I don't know if you heard that part. Well, it was like, and I uh, passed the line. Yeah, it's a, yeah okay. it was great. Okay. The whole thing was put together really well. I'm trying to find that clip, which you probably saw it. Um, I'm going to, got it right here. Um... Your girl, Katie Texas. Oh well, no, actually, yeah, actually, well, we didn't, on, no, no, on. we didn't get back to that. Um, did so you? It, we can go back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, you in the middle of something? Well, I wanted to bring this up because we were talking about all this kind of stuff. But this was uh, did you see this Pelosi at oh, this, this man, she global? Got, what was it? Global uh, Citizen Festival. Yeah. First of all, red flag. Yeah, right. Don't attend nothing that's called Global Citizen Festival. Man, global I'll, citizen, any fucking thing, bitch. You, what y'all hand out? Cricket paste. Everybody slept in a pod. The lineup was fire, though. Fucking I was pretty upset. Goofies. I mean, Mariah Carey expected the Jonas Brothers totally. Usher, absolutely. Metallica, come on, man. You know, James Hetfield was like, "How much are they paying for this?" Yeah, artists, all right. I guess ar- artists need money. Artists like money. So you turn a blind eye yeah look i'm talking all this shit but if they try to book me at the global citizen anything <laughs> if it got the right amount of commas we'll, yeah yeah we'll make it happen what the hell? we only got 200 patrons <laughs> 231 
of my booing. That kid in the background was the, the kicker there. Why is everybody Why is everybody booing? You fucking dork. And somebody did go, there was like one person trying to be super loud. Now, to be fair, with context, right? We don't have a whole lot of context because I've been booed before. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those where it's like, okay, I, I can kind of imagine why this little section's booing, mm-hmm. right? From my point of view. Okay. But here, this is just one person's cell phone footage and he's in one section of the crowd. Sure. So I'm not going to sit up here and lie and be like, bro, every single person threw a water bottle, everybody everybody was born mm-hmm. it was just a little section because most people don't even fucking pay attention and we don't know why they were born for all we know they're like bro where's metallica why y'all keep this might have been the third politician they brought out <laughs> i love your rationale i love it i love that you do try to be very uh center of i'm not saying some of these she's stories. i'm not saying she's ultra popular no no no. i'm just saying if you have 50 people born five of them are chimed in because the other 45 were born mm-hmm. out of those 45 10 of them probably really don't like her i'm, I'm fucked up my math but like the other 30 <laughs> are probably like bro it's hot we're standing where are the musicians we're the jonas brothers yeah yeah so anyway um i don't know who the the host i was trying to find a picture so i don't know the actress's name i mean and i can't find the picture Trash. of her either way bro you got a 90 year old woman that they pulled out with some milkers well, <laughs> and she's up there saying some shit that don't res, uh, resonate no she's talking about like global like thanks to you guys you know the global climate this that and the other initiative and, aka no more oil and these people are like i don't give a fuck where's metallica but what i was going to say about the actress she, when she introduced her she kind of gave her the, the the will smith treatment where she's like you know little tiny so she's kind of like going like this when she's nancy's walking on stage you guys can't see me on camera my camera's off but uh it, and then everybody that's when everybody started booing this that's when this supposed video started this camera turns off every 30 minutes yeah. patreon.com forward slash red is and help fund a couple more sony's because <laughs> this canon is uh is on some other shit ain't doing it um so yeah but yeah you're probably right i mean there's probably some people in there and she even mentioned that her um i think nephews were in the crowd and i'm like don't say that don't point to your nephews because if it's in, if they're in the wrong section it's gonna be a bad night for them potentially maybe i mean what people don't realize bro is that when they're up there touting this like you know <clears throat> green climate for the global better climate environment green they're ignoring all the downfalls of windmills. Like it's gonna if they put windmills by your house, bro, you're gonna wanna move. Yeah. You're gonna have dead eagles all on your shit. Your property value is gonna go down. Those things are gonna end up in a landfill in a couple years. And they need traditional backup, like coal, nuclear, anything else. And uh, you know, Trump was right. He's like, no wind. They're, they never work when you need them. That's what happened to Texas, y'all. Yeah. No wind. And, and all this climate green, net zero bullshit, that's what's making everybody's bills go up. And that's what's ruining everybody's lives. You just got to follow the money, man. Follow that gravy train. Somebody is on a gravy train somewhere for some reason. And if, I mean, the last he- headline, I, I didn't open it in a tab, but it's like uh, climate, climate. Um, let's just call them activists, are touting or are screaming at the hilltops for the last time that we are at the end of time or something like that for whatever. And it's like, wow, they're real. I mean, it's just been going on since been, before I was born. Yeah, they've been saying this shit forever, bro. Al Gore. First, it was like, we're going to freeze to death. Look at this bullshit, bro. So did you see this this full story by the local news by chance? No, but I, when I, we went to church Sunday and my boy Nelson, he's like, yo, I saw Antifa yesterday. 
I'll tell you later. I'm like, bro, we at church, bro. <laughs> so he went. He went to protest. Oh, really? And I told him, I was like, bro, be careful because all that shit's a setup. Did you hear all, about the lady that got shot over the weekend? Uh, she was canvassing in, um, I forgot what state, but she was a pro-lifer. She was an 84-year-old <sighs> woman. She got shot by somebody. Who shot her? Some somebody that she wasn't even talking. She was canvassing, knocking doors, basically, talking to somebody, and somebody who wasn't even a part of the interaction shot her in the back. It's some like pro-abortion person. Yeah. But anyway, let's play this real quick. We we'll get it. Drag bingo night at a Katy Church stirring up a controversy this evening. This event made, meant to raise funds for the church's clothing boutique for trans youth, sparking heated demonstrations. Our cameras were rolling as demonstrators clashed outside of the first Christian church on Morton Ranch Road. A number of groups supporting the LGBTQ community and groups against the event said they wanted to make sure their voices were heard. They're having an event and they are welcoming children to a drag queen bingo hour. And this is unacceptable. What, what harm is there? You have these people over here that want to intimidate, intimidate people that are vulnerable. And so me and the other groups out here on this side, we're here to just defend those people. Despite the crowds, bingo night went on as scheduled. Two events were held with special MCs calling out the numbers. The church's reverend says she hopes the extra attention will help their mission. This is a big event for us, a fundraising event for our Transparent Closet, which is a closet for all people, but especially teens and young adults who are exploring and transitioning. And so this event has garnered a lot of attention. And through that, people have been able to find us. The church telling us overall the event itself was very positive and raised funds for their cause. Y'all are going to miss this show. If this show, <laughs> if this show ever goes away, if this show ever goes away, and I just go back to, like, if you, if you go look at my Instagram and my Facebook, there's nothing political on there because mm -hmm. I want to monetize it, right? I got mouths to feed. Right. I can't be up here pissing off Mark Zuckerberg and shit, talking about pure blood, stand up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've, you've withstood the huge psyop, you know. It's true. Um, how, do you how do you peel the layers back to that story, right? I mean, for one, for those that don't know, Katy, Texas is, in essence, a suburb mm -hmm. of Houston, right? Uh, it's pretty diverse. You got a lot of Latinos out there. Like, they call it like, um, I don't know what they call it, bro, but you got a whole bunch of Venezuelans and Cubans, and you can get a, a whole Latin American tour of Italy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in that bit. Tour of Latin America. Uh, but yeah, traditionally, it's, it, it used to be more rural. Like It's been super developed. And... This is where we are in 2022 United States. Like you have lots of division being stirred up a lot of times online by bots. I'm sure other countries like China love to see like, bro, they're too busy arguing over rainbow flags and genders and trans closets. And this shit done already made it into the church. Like, I mean, the church, bro. First Christian the church. The church. <laughs> the church. And they have, um, they have hidden camera footage of someone who went undercover to go look at this clothing closet, where in essence, if you, this is the Marxist playbook, right? The Marxist playbook is destruct the nuclear ca uh, family, like divide the family, separate the children from the parents. That way the state can be your God. The state can be your family and the state can be the parent. So what they want is confuse the kids, right? So that the kids could be like, huh, well, maybe... 
huh, maybe I'm not the gender I thought I was. And then they try to, and then once they go home and say, mommy, you know, papa, mama, you know, I don't want to be Timmy no more. I think I want to be Tammy. And then the dad's like, bro, shut the fuck up. You're tripping, right? Like, who put that shit in your head, kid? Now, you're a bigot. You're an alt-right fucking white Christian nationalist, fascist, insurrectionist, seditious, whatever. Now, you done, you done separated the parents from the... Uh, from the kids, you know, and you see it all in the educational system with like parental rights, all these mothers groups like, hey, dude, we don't co-parent with the government, my G. So that this is where we are, bro, in the, in the culture war that Katy, Texas, this is what they're coming for. They want the suburbs. Yeah. They already got the inner city. Of course. They got it already. Yeah. Right. Even though Rob forgot and shit, he was just like, what? You don't see that much of that. It's <laughs> All over Houston, <laughs> all over Houston, you're going to see trans flag. First of all, bro, if you fly a trans flag, you know the one with the little brown stripe and the, the, this stri- the, the triangle part and all the circle inside the triangle and plus the rainbow. If you fly that outside of your home, I mean, God damn, bro. So you have somebody trans in your house, right? Because I doubt any traditional, I dare I say normal, regular uh male female children type of family you think they're that much of an ally to be like out of all the flags i could have put a texas flag i could have put an astros flag a united states flag texans flag come and take a flag you gonna go straight to the fucking the triangle joint uh so do you know who started drag queen story hour uh cia probably <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Uh, CCP. Scoreboard says, ding, ding, ding. CCP? Motherfucker, I don't know. So, uh, the Democrats. <laughs> was it the Democrats? <laughs> FBI. Who was it? So allegedly, it's uh, this woman named uh, Michelle T. She's an American author, poet, and uh, literary arts organizer whose autobiography explores queer culture, feminism, race, class, sex, work, and other topics. She originally, she's originally from uh, Chelsea, Massachusetts, and I and uh, was identified with San Francisco, California literary and arts community for many years. Currently lives in Los Angeles. Her books, uh, mostly memoirs, are known for their ex- uh, uh, exposition on the queer core. Com- I don't even I've never even heard queer core community term, but so this started in 2015. And um, they, since then, so Drag Queen Story Hour, according to Wiki, obviously, here, so take that with a grain of salt. Drag Queen Story Hour, uh, f- I guess it was formerly Drag Queen Storytime, and it was also known and still sometimes known as Drag Story Time. Our children's events, it started in 2015 by the author Michelle T. in San Francisco with the goals of inspiring her love of reading. Um, if you don't see that there's a little bit more to this than just that, then you're probably not even listening to the show. And if you have friends who tell you that, they're probably not paying attention to really what's going around them. This is kind of my two cents. But um, again, follow the money. Follow right? the money because these people get paid. Exactly. And they're not doing the shit for free. Hell no. So, and they're driving cross county, cross, cross state. country. Yeah. Some of them are stay booked, bro. Yeah. Like they going from Murfreesboro, Tennessee to mm-hmm. Chattanooga, Tennessee. And so on. So we, it kind of comes down to what, I mean, if this is the organization, what chapters do they have? 
where are they getting their money from? In New York, I remember them saying that it started with the, it might have, like, one of the bigger chapters was in New York. They got, they started a nonprofit. It was funded, obviously, by taxpayer money. And then two city council members were big proponents of this organization. So then you got to start following this whole timeline yeah. of who, how much, yeah. where's it going? That, uh-huh. the, that chapter alone, they spent more than, like, 250000 taxpayer dollars on these track time stories. Yeah, so, so if you have a traditional family with the mom and the dad and the kids and it's, everything's traditional... They want to make that abnormal. That's what they're trying to do. If you got a regular family, you know, if you're like, God forbid, you Christian and you Bible based and you got a, you know, a straight family couple, they want to make that abnormal. That way, if you're a female and you got to go fill out a paper, they want you to put cis gendered female, not just fucking woman or female. Uh, they want to make that shit abnormal. They want to do away with God. They want to do away with the family. That's what communists do, right? I never thought I'd be up here screaming into a microphone talking about Marxist communists, but it's right up in your face. They want to destroy God, destroy the family. That's how they're going to destroy society. That's how the state is going to have all the power. And like Rob said, follow the money. Number two, all the dads out there, the way you can counter this, this is the way I'm countering it, right? I do daddy story time. So guess what? When y'all done with that bath, boom, what we doing? Dr. Seuss, who, 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 who we reading? Dr. Seuss in Spanish. We doing some Halloween, Christmas type of book. What are we reading? Because dad, le va a echar crema los tacos. <laughs> oh, fee, five, four, fum. Like I'm doing characters, voices. I'm trying to have my one-year-old, my four-year-old, everybody enthralled with daddy story time just so that there's no room there's no space for fucking a grown-ass fucking man putting on some his titty suit right mm-hmm. and wearing lashes longer than my wife's lashes which is impressive by the way yeah, right you want you want to like snuff a love because you got lashes that goddamn long but my point is big ass umbrellas <laughs> lord have mercy <laughs> patreon.com forward slash red pill if you want more 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 cumbrella Talk. Conversations. Com- Cumbrella conversations. Ooh, that might be a new segment. <laughs> Red pill the mileage. Cumbrella conversation. <laughs> um, all the dads, we have to be. You know how you ever seen the memes that are like, be the extremist they think you are. Where it's like you have <laughs> no. a fucking garden. You've never seen that. No. There's memes of like a family, a normal family having a picnic or gardening. Like you're being a parent. Like you're you're praying. You're praying, and maybe you hunt, maybe you fish. You know, these are the memes vary, right? That's how I know you're more of an extremist than me. You're getting these memes, and I'm not. I mean, look, like, daddy story time is how you have to fill fill your, your, your kid's mental curriculum so that, hey, bro, we're good, my, my G. You don't have to come up here in your fucking skirt and your moo moo, whatever y'all be dressing up as. Like, we're good. We don't need my kids read. My kids get read to. We don't need you to get paid and put on all this goddamn makeup with your titty suit and your fucking umbrella lashes. <laughs> we don't we don't need your big ass poofy ass wig. We got it, dog. We good. And I want to live in a community. Some of y'all might misinterpret as, oh my God, Chingo, you're so close-minded. You're so bigoted. What is wrong? Are you going to hide all the gay people from your kids? No, that's not what the fuck I'm saying. What I'm saying is, my kids get read to, you could you could go put on your little fucking flamboyant bullshit and go 
groom somebody else. Yeah. I think this is a great opportunity for... Uh, so through the last, I don't know, for as long as I can remember, mental health has always been a topic, right? At the mm. top of the of every like article, artist, you know, community of like mental health, mental health, whether it's like a, one of the Olympics artists or a fucking artist, artist or a football player, whatever, bat- basketball player. This is a great opportunity to start your kids young understanding mental illness. You know, whenever they get presented <laughs> with something like this, you might want to tell your little seven, six, seven, eight-year-old twins, well, sometimes people have issues mentally where they can't really you know, discern what is fact, fiction, how much is two plus two, is it really four, or is it racist, right? And you start explaining to them that there are things called mental illnesses in people that vary, not saying everybody, not saying all of them, but get them to understand that when something doesn't seem right, it probably might not be right if you can sense some of the cues of what mental illness is. <laughs> they might not like to hear that, but that's true. If you want people to be aware of mental illness the way that today they're like, oh, we need mental health, mental health awareness month and, and week and day, and like, why is nobody talking about mental health? All right, let's talk to our kids about mental health so that in 15, 20 years, they will have understood all these decades of like, there's a lot of mental health issues going around in the country, huh? And to take it back to Alex Epstein, Fossil Future, and the framework of how we arrive at these all of a sudden new facts, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to tell your kids, listen, there's a reason. And I, I'm not a Bible thumper and my parents took me to Catholic mass like a handful of times. And even then I didn't get it. I was like, this is so boring. Sorry. Same. Sorry, Catholics. You, they took you to Catholic mass. Oh yeah. That's where we started first. In the morning, in the yeah. It's like, oh, bro, bro. I'm, I'm a kid, bro. This does not, you know, how much duck hunt I could be playing right now. I mean, you could, for one, you could speak English to me and like make the sermon relevant. Is there a sermon? Or are you just reading the thing out the book and now you're doing announcements anyway? I'm not going to, offend all the catholics right but sorry jack Posovic. yeah he's he's super orthodox um so check this out it's one thing to try to tell your kids there's a reason why god made women and made men the way he made us we complement each other so if somebody tries to what's the word rewrite history rewrite genetics rewrite like tell you that no trans men are men and trans women are women not all birthing persons and you're you know chest feeding nah uh uh, uh what is it Pe- people who menstruate like all that goofy shit don't fall for the okie doke women need men men need women we're designed this way we complement each other there's a reason we were designed genetically like the family unit it goes back forever and it was designed to work this way our role as the men as a man of the house you don't think we got to be providers and protectors if you don't believe that i feel sorry for your mother (laughs) um there's a reason why in the bible why god designed us the way he did now take it back to alex epstein fossil future how do we arrive at all of a sudden new facts all of a sudden your supreme court you you watching right now you you democrat all of a sudden, your Supreme Court female, black, whatever, nominee, appointee, I'm not a biologist. What the fuck? Now we in, we in 2022 where you have to be a biologist to say, can you define a woman? What is a woman? Oh, I'm not a biologist. This is a Supreme Court. How did our society, why? Why are they so hell-bent on, on being ass backwards? All of a sudden, well, you really don't need a man. Feminism. Why is feminism really Marx is gender Marxism? Why is feminism just hate on dudes? Mm-hmm. And if you want to be one of these, I'm single and I love it and I'm feminist and I don't need no man. Hey, 
I bet you'd be crying at night. Uh, why he don't love me? I want to find somebody for me. <laughs> I'm not happy. Because you're going against the natural order. You got order and you have disorder. Catch me tonight. Tell him. Catch uh, me tonight. Austin, Texas. Cap City. Comedy Club. Tomorrow. LOL Comedy Club. Actually, tomorrow through Sunday. Yep. Six shows. Six shows in San Antonio in the Countdown City. Do not miss out. Do not get sold out. We coming in spicy. Is that it? That's it. Sass. <laughs>